Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Thursday, September 24th of 2020. And we are going to go ahead and get started today with the Belgian royal family. There was nothing on the calendar for the Belgian royals. They hadn't tweeted anything. It was 9 p.m. in Belgium when I started writing this script. I had just filled out like, oh, there was nothing today and had just started to move on to the British royal family when I got a tweet notification from the Belgian monarchy that they had an event. So back I went, fixed my... Not mistake, but, you know, caught up. And, you know, such is the life. It was very funny. I laughed really hard. I thought it was hilarious that I had literally just left their website to go to the British Royals, like, social media and everything to see what happened there. And then I got a notification. It was hilarious. Um, But anyway, the event on the calendar, not on the calendar, but the event that happened... Um, is King Philippe and Queen Matilde? King Philippe and Queen Matilde had a lunch with the director of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. Um, so he is a vir- virologist, a specialist in viruses. Um, they didn't talk about what they t- discussed or anything like that. But I think kind of the writing is on the wall that it was a topic of, it was a conversation around COVID. Um, and probably the director of the school is in Belgium to learn more about their COVID response is my guess. Um, I don't know that that's the case, but that's my strong assumption. Um, so that's what was going on in Belgium. It was a pleasant surprise because I was like, oh, they didn't do anything today. Now, there is going to be um, a pretty exciting thing tomorrow that I'm really excited about, Um, but that's tomorrow. So we'll talk about it in the episode that goes up on Saturday. And then, so that's what was going on in Belgium. And we are now going to move on to the British royal family. There was nothing uh, like public facing, so publicly shared from the British royal family from the five royals I talk about, which reminder is Queen Elizabeth, Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall, and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, just because it's very easy to just talk about five, um, and it gets very complicated when we talk about more. Um, I tried at the very beginning, and I just, one, I didn't. I had just started and I didn't really know what I was doing in the way that like I do now. Um, 
And so I didn't know where to look and it just got overwhelming. Um, and so we cut it down to kind of like in a normal royal family where there aren't three working generations, it's the heir and the, um, it's like the monarch and the heirs er, and the heir. And then their children are typically pretty young, so I'll talk about them if they do events with their parents or whatever. Um, with the British royals, it was really easy to just like, okay, line of succession. Um, and then if like the Cambridge kids do anything, I'll talk about it, um, like their birthdays and things like that. Like I'll share those types of things, but that's four generations, but really it's only five people that I cover. And then a couple of children who don't do a lot because they're children. Um, so that's kind of like my general rule of thumb, by the way, if you're new. Um, but so there was nothing public facing. And then when the court circular came out, it looks like it was a pretty light-ish day. Um, so the Prince of Wales held a meeting, uh, a video meeting with... Um, the Sustainable Markets Initiative, which is something he launched in January, um, and has just the Sustainable Markets Initiative has just launched this RETV that launched like, uh, let's see, launched on Monday. Um, so that was what Charles was doing, and then the Duke of Cambridge held a couple of meetings. Um, he held a video meeting with Yao Ming. Um, who is a, like, famous Chinese basketball player and one of the tallest people in the world. I don't think he's the tallest anymore, um, but I think he was, like, seven and a half feet. He's very, very tall. Um, <laughs> so they were talking. So Yao Ming is a basketball player, but he's also a, um advocate for um, nature conservation. Um, so they were probably discussing that, but the, the court circular doesn't give, um, context, um, on what that is. And then William also held a meeting and it seems like this was perhaps in person with David, David Attenborough, who is a famed videographer, like nature documentarian, um, very well known in that world um so they were meeting today so i am really interested i don't know there is an upcoming documentary that william is partaking in that i haven't talked about yet just because it hasn't happened um about nature so i don't know if it's like based around the upcoming documentary or if it's a new project that william is working on um, but it's really cool to see these different kinds of meetings um, but anyway, that's what was going on in the British royal family. And like I mentioned yesterday, it's a really light week for the Danish royals. So there was actually nothing on the calendar for them today. So we are going to move right on to the Netherlands. Today, um, 
in the Netherlands, King Willem Alexander visited a couple of different um, factory openings. So the first one was an American company that has operations in the Netherlands, and the company is Perkin Elmer, which I had never heard of um, and didn't do a ton of research into, but it looks like they do a lot of medical supplies things from the the little write-up on the Dutch royal family's website. Um, And so this new factory facility was opened specifically to assemble COVID testing packets. Um, So in a COVID test packet, there's like the swab that from my COVID test, it went up my nose. I think that's where most of them go. Um, And then the testing liquid and a few other things that go in the testing packet. Um, And then, so they are manufacturing some of that stuff and assembling it and making sure it's ready to go. And then um, they actually distribute not only in the Netherlands, they distribute worldwide from that location. So there's a lot of logistical stuff too. Um, So Willem Alexander took a tour, kind of saw everything, um, and then headed to his next factory opening. Lots of factory openings today. Um, Where he, it was the new purified metal company, um, which is a recycling plant for contaminated steel. That's all I got from it. You know, I've talked about this a couple times. Sometimes it's hard. I I do my best. But sometimes I just don't want to research things because I just, there is no way that I can make contaminated steel recycling factory sound any more interesting. Like, it's just, that's what it is. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, So that is what was on Willem Alexander's schedule. And then today um, at like, 1145 I don't know it happened while I was watching something else related to the Royals um an interview came across on CNN with Queen Maxima I was very excited um and I sometimes she'll do things like this during Unga and related to her financial inclusion work um but not always so I wasn't really expecting it this year of all years Um, But Maxima did a video call into CNN about her work, not really her work, but like about financial inclusion as part of her work as the UN Secretary General Special Ambassador for Financial Inclusion. I always forget what the UN is the Secretary General of the UN. I always forget his title. I want to call him Director General, and that's not right. So that's why I like constantly pause there. Um, But so Maxima did this video call on CNN. It was aired maybe live um, all about the financial inclusion world and what that really means and what the pandemic has meant to financial inclusion. Um, so just a, I don't think I really did this yesterday when I was talking about her event. Um, so financial inclusion is really the access to all people to better their lives financially. Um, so this, and have access to do so. 
So one of the main components that is now super relevant to this is access to a smartphone. Um, because if you have a smartphone that has internet access, you are able to do basically everything. Um, you know, I, I've mentioned this too, I'm a tech person. I think you need all of these fancy gadgets. I don't think I need them, but they make my life easier. But really, if it came down to it, I could do everything I need to do from my phone. It wouldn't be easy, but I could do it. Um, and so in a world of like developing countries, you can set up a bank account from your phone. You can receive payments to that phone. You can set up a line of credit from that phone. There is so much that people in these developing countries, including all countries, but like specifically in countries where access is limited to a lot of other things. If there's access to a smartphone, there's access to business and financial resources. Um, so Maxima talked a lot about that. Um, she talked a lot about the infrastructure that countries need should be putting in place to have um, thriving economies. It was, I talked about this yesterday too, like about her speech. Sometimes it goes over my head because I get, I try not to get lost in the weeds of like the statistics and stuff like that. And Maxima does, which is fine. I think it's important for her role. Um, but like, I try not to, it's one of the things that I don't like do a ton of research on. I mean, I do, but like, I don't get stuck in the, the policies and the numbers of it all. Um, so yeah, it was just a really good interview. Maxima was wearing hot pink, which was like amazing. Um, I was so excited. It was in English, which made my life my life was very easy today in regards to this podcast because there was so much English today. It was great. Um, it was just phenomenal. It was so exciting, um, especially like as an American to have her on CNN, which is like a news channel. I don't, I don't watch the news. The news um, is really hard right now. Um, so I don't watch it, but I was able to watch the clip and it was great. Um, it was like a bright spot in the day. There were a few of those today. Um, so it was, it was really good. Um, but anyway, so she jumped on that CNN interview as part of like UNGA and financial inclusion work and really just awesome. Um, so that's what was going on in the Netherlands. Um, and now we are gonna move on to Norway. on the calendar, but there wasn't a lot of information shared about any of the things. Um, so the first thing was that King Harald, Queen Sonia, and Crown Prince Akun had a meeting with the foreign minister. Um, 
again, unclear of what the topic of conversation was. My guess is something along the lines of um, tourism and travel to Norway, but that's a guess. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of that these days. I probably should stop. Um, but it's, it's a guess because they don't release that information, which is fine. That's their right to do so. Um, and then right after that, King Harald held an audience with the outgoing ambassador from Greece um, in just a farewell audience. You know, thanks for your service. Da, 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 da. Um, I don't know what happens in those. That's, <laughs> that's my new, um, that's what happens in those. Thank you for your service. Da, 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 da. Um, so there will be at some point in the near future, probably a new ambassador to the to Norway from Greece. So that's gonna be fun if we get to see credentials ever again from the Norwegian royals. Um, and then the last thing, and this is something I was hoping would be a lot cooler than it was, I'm a little disappointed, um, was that King Harald, Queen Sonia, I think, and Crown Prince Akun visited the royal yacht to mark the end of its season. Um, so they called it like the disembarking. So they, it's it'll be back next year. Um, it's not like a, a big thing, but I guess this is something that happens kind of every su at the end of every summer, um, where the crew that is manning the royal ship. Um, are assigned to different things and the the ship goes I don't know if it goes into storage I don't know what happens with a giant yacht I mean it's giant I don't I don't know what happens with it but um it goes somewhere and it's no longer like in service it's not taking active trips so um the royal family boarded and thanked everyone um, for the great summer. So they used the Royal Yacht like as their summer vacation, really. Um, to my knowledge, no one in the Norwegian Royal Family left Norway during the summer. Um, so they were on the yacht, like the whole family, um, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamarit just used it for like the six county tour. Um, so it was a, it was a big part of the summer for them this year. Um, I don't know if it normally is or not to be quite honest, but like this year it definitely was. Um, and so, you know, they thanked the crew on board for the summer and just, I guess, said farewell to the season. I, I don't know. It, okay. Very cool. Um, I was hoping it would be like a little bit more of a cool event, but that's okay. Um, expectation setting, you know, sometimes you just shouldn't set expectations and I did. Um, so that's what was going on in Norway today. So with that, we are going to move on to Spain. In 
in Spain today. It started with an event for King Felipe, who visited the headquarters of the Court of Accounts. So this is something that, like, I kind of know about Spain, but I don't, I don't do a lot of understanding of this one because it's boring to me. Um, but the Court of Accounts is part of the Spanish Constitution, and it is the central body for controlling the money of government organizations, I think. Um, so it has like its own minister in the government and it is in control of allocation of government funds based on budgets, I think. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of research into this because I just didn't care. Um, and so I think that's what happened. Anyway, um, Felipe was there. He toured different like departments and kind of got a feel for like what the day-to-day -day life is for the employees. Um, and that, that was it. I mean, it was a pretty standard drop in visit type of thing. Um, yeah, that, that's what the morning was for Felipe. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, but then also today, uh, Queen Letizia participated in the World Cancer Research Day conference hosted by the AECC, which is, um, these acronyms are not gonna make sense because the AECC is the Spanish acronym, um, but it's the Spanish Association Against Cancer and of which Letizia is honorary president of. Um, so she just held a meeting there like a couple weeks ago, um, and then this is an annual event on her calendar. Um, I did kind of the worst thing that you can do in a pandemic, and I like went back and watched kind of all of these for all of these forums or conferences, and it was just so different this year. Which I actually kind of liked this one. Um, so usually they're in like a. a like a, a, a center um, with a stage and gallery seating. Um, but then this year it was held almost completely virtually. So in, uh, in person it was like the president of the AECC, the minister of science uh, and Queen Letizia, and then like a couple of other people in that room and then everyone else was at home. Um, so that was really cool. And what it led to, and this is where I was like in heaven, is that the whole thing was in English. The whole thing. Um, which was great. I, I've mentioned I do speak Spanish, but it's always easier when things are in your own language. Um, so I don't, I don't ever expect them to speak in English. Like, it's not their language. I understand that. Um, but it's sometimes nice when it's in English because I don't have to try and find translations or if it's, you know, the Spanish royal family, I don't have to translate it myself uh, just because I'm, I'm, I can speak it and I can do that, but it's harder. Um, 
So it was great. So the way this went, it was um, Letizia actually pretty much opened the event. So it was like officially started and then she gave just like a few opening words um, where she talked about the importance of sharing information. Um, and then it went into like these two, these different like discussions um, of which were optimistic. It was all about cancer research for the most part, um, at least the first one was. And then the second part was really about like COVID and cancer research and what COVID has led to in the world of um, clinical trials and things like that, because trials are now happening at home and patients have a much more, um, they're really part of their own trial and they get to be a part of that experience. So it was overall just like a really cool conference. Um, I was working on cleaning my apartment because it needed done. Um, and so I just like had that in my earbuds and I was just cleaning, listening to it. And, um, you know, Queen Letizia never spoke again, but it was something different and informational and, um, you know, it was just fun. It wasn't fun. It was something different. Um, and then while I was watching that, the Queen Maxima interview came in. It was a great, it was like a great mid morning for me. Um, but yeah, so that was the day in the Spanish Royal family, a very eventful, but like super niche kind of day. Like these were very much niche engagements. Um, and then there's nothing at this point on their calendar for tomorrow. Um, there's some rumors about some things, but we'll see if any of those pan out to be true. Um, they're not necessarily exciting. They're, um, politically <laughs> interesting. Um, so we'll see. And so with that, we are going to move right on into the Swedish royal family. Sweden today there were another it was another day full of really a lot of events um I'm not sure what happened this week in Sweden but oh man you guys they've had something every day Saturday through today and I'm pretty sure they have some things tomorrow that's crazy that has not happened in a long time to my knowledge um wow that's so cool okay Sorry, got very distracted by the fact that they've had a lot of engagements every day this week. Um, okay, so this morning, Queen Sylvia opened the new childhood house in Berlin, Germany, um, as part of the World Childhood Foundation based in Germany. Um, she opened it, of course, I didn't mention this, she opened it digitally. She wasn't, like, in Germany today. Um, she opened it via video conference. And then that was her day. Um, and then Prince Daniel started his day. Um, he took part in a demonstration of self-driving vehicles. 
Um, he has had a really interesting few days of engagements. Um, I mean, he also had the power grid engagement on Monday, which was not exciting. But yesterday, electric airplanes. Today, self-driving cars. Um, fantastic. So that was really cool. And then later on in the day, he and Crown Princess Victoria had a couple of visits to organizations that are focused on the arts. Um, so they started with Stage Constellations, which is a um, collaboration of different kind of performing arts. And then they also visited Studio Rhymden, which is based in like musical um, performances, but not like musical theater, just music like pop music. Okay. Um, I felt like I needed to make the distinction there. I don't know why. Sorry. Um, and so that was the day. It was a lot of, a lot of events, but not a lot of details again. Um, still looking on good resources for the Swedish Royals. I think I found them. I just need to start incorporating them more and I haven't done that yet. Um, I'll work on that. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have some more details on whatever goes on in Sweden. Um, so yeah, that was the day for the European Royals. We had something from almost everybody. Uh, Denmark was sadly missing. Um, but with that, uh, make sure you check out the Instagram, the Daily Royal. I am a little bit behind on posting, um, but they. I'm hoping to get a ton of them done tonight um so you will have everything by the time you're listening to this is my hope um and so with that make sure you check out the daily royal on instagram and thedailyroyal.com and i think that's pretty much all the social media well i have a lot more um i'm daily royal pod on twitter and yeah um so check all those things out rate and review the podcast if you feel so inclined that would help out a lot Um, And with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Bye.